Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of the Becoming CEO AF podcast. I'm your host, Kimba Garcia. And I am your co-host, Amanda Bell. Guys, today we're so excited because we're going to be talking a little bit about why CEO AF is so weird. It is super weird, Kimba, but it's also lots of fun. Okay. Do y'all know anything about us? We do say weird positively. We do. And that's what I wanted to make sure you guys (laughs) do. So when we say weird, we mean fun AF. Yeah, we do. But there are some things that we believe in, Amanda, that, um, you know, are not mainstream media or not even mainstream thought process. And we are going to dive into some of those things today because we do challenge our clients outside of their comfort zone. Yeah. We admit openly that our program may not be for everyone. Yeah. And the people that align with our podcast most likely would align with our programs. And if you don't, they probably won't. Would you think that'd be fair to say? I would. I would say if if it doesn't align, the programs just aren't going to benefit you. You're only going to get so far. If you guys didn't listen to the episode before, we talk about a hamster wheel. And a lot of it is because you've got to be next in order to get out of the hamster wheel. So even if you're doing the work and you find yourself not moving, you've got to now be what you've created. And so that's where it gets a little bit fucking weird, man. Yeah. It's a little uncomfortable to say out loud. It's a little uncomfortable to talk to your peers about. It's all those things. But it is the last piece to the puzzle. So if you didn't catch the last episode, episode 12, go catch up on that one. But please do jump over to this one because this is where it gets weird. This is where it gets weird and fun. And it's been one of the things I've had so much fun with was actually learning neurolinguistic programming. So if anybody doesn't know, I'm an NLP practitioner. I got certified to be an NL practitioner almost a year ago now. And what NLP is, is it's the study about the way that language wires our minds at a subconscious level. And that's one of the things. We basically have a a couple pieces. We just want to jump in with you guys over some of the things that we believe are crucial. And to being able to go from owning your job, feeling stressed and depressed, stuck in the hamster wheel, really just not fulfilling. You don't feel like you fulfill a purpose. You're wondering what you're even doing here. You're really what I've just come to know as operating in survival right which is where over 70 percent of people just find themselves operating in every day is in that survival day-to-day mode and in what we believe and what we know is to become what we call ceoaf we have to be able to break some of those triggers okay and that's really where um, we're going to dive into the meat of the podcast is around triggers um amanda do you want to share when you started really being able to identify your own triggers, because that's absolutely it really is a sensitive topic for everyone. It is. And, and the truth is, you guys, is like they're, they feel never ending. You think you've worked past some triggers and you're like, whoa, I'm ready to go. And then something happens during the day or later on in the week or what have you. And it's almost like somebody physically slapped you. They like took your emotions your soul and slapped your soul so your body didn't feel shit but you better hang on one second because what you just said hurt me and I don't know why and that's exactly what it looks like is it's like something comes up or something is said I feel me back up a wall go up and I feel myself like or like fight or flight am I running or are we fighting what's going on and then I it's like an internal battle that's where a thought audit kicks in and it's like wait hang on Amanda Bell why were you just so bothered by that? Like that absolutely has no meaningful purpose for your future. Why did that slow you down today? 
And why did it slow you down to the extent that you could have fought or ran? Like, what and that's was what that triggers about? do. They trip us. Yep. Triggers trip us. Yep. And that's exactly what they are. And it's it's so funny because it's it's the person that wakes up in the morning, stumps their toe on the bed, <laughs> spills their coffee on their shirt, and they get stuck in the hamster wheel of their own thoughts. And one negative thought leads to another negative thought. Now we didn't just have a bad moment. We had a bad hour. We had a bad day. We had a bad week. Some of you guys out there are on your bad month. You're on your bad quarter. This you may whole year has your own year. Yeah. <laughs> You may have found yourself living like this for a decade or more by now, and now this has become who you literally are. Yep. And the great thing, and what we know and we believe, is that that is fixable, and it is fixable very quickly with a very quick exercise. But we do push people into those discomforts because to be a CEO of your life, to become what we call unfuckwithable at CEO AF, you can't constantly be tripping over triggers because it's a bad investment of your energy. Oh, yeah. Right? And that's why we spend time on stuff like that. Hey, man, what's your trigger? Pay attention to that today, Amanda. Yeah. Is it is it what that employee said? Was it uh, whenever you were negotiating a real estate deal, the fact that he wanted to mention about maybe you're a woman, maybe you're that, you know, and for everybody, I know that's not Amanda's trigger, but for everybody, there's something different. And I yeah. do hear that um, in women in business specifically. Yeah. It's a trigger that they have. It's, <laughs> did you just bring up the fact that I'm a female? Oh. Um, And they're triggered or we're triggered by little things like the coffee or children in the mornings or whatever. But when we can catch the trigger and it doesn't trip us, we physically gain our power back. In the moment is the so important part. Like the second that you have caught, you've now done the thought audit playing all of this out you've now done the thought audit you'll sell you'll physically feel yourself catch it and then spin it and that's that's what a ceo does they catch it take the heat off the person they were initially trying to point the finger at point it back on themselves and literally and smile while they fucking do it is the cool part that's where it gets weird because like (laughs) this is uncomfortable and i'm smiling which made it weird And when you make it weird, it makes it doable, you guys. So if you can keep it super weird, I promise you can keep doing it. Mm -hmm. But it has to be that way and it has to be just that simple. And don't, you can't keep overthinking it. So you flip it back around to you. Why did that hurt me? Oh, okay. Well, maybe because growing up, people always said it's a man's world. It's this, it's that. So yeah, yeah, of course, when so-and-so said, yeah, but you're a woman, I am very proud too. Yeah. Very proud woman, man. I can also tell you I negotiate with men all day long. And the truth is, is I don't know if you've ever won a battle with your wife. But if you <laughs> want somebody that can negotiate, you're probably going to call Amanda Bell. And that's the truth. So woman or man, <laughs> I promise you it makes no difference. It's all about the person. <laughs> and are you working with the CEO or are you working with the realtor? Who are you working with? Okay, because there's a difference in there. <laughs> Which I do love. And that that literally bridges us straight into the next one, which is the self-limiting beliefs. Yeah. And that's one of the weird things that we dive into at CEOAF2 and we keep a ton of fun. But what we know about our triggers is that they identify a lot of the times our self-limiting beliefs about ourselves. And when we can start digging into that trigger, we start to and I think that's what's so fun about it, Amanda. It's like we get to the opportunity to be able to learn ourselves better and explore ourselves more. And that's what I've been having fun with it is because instead of judging Kimba's triggers and getting all mad at her every time she feels a certain kind of way, I stop and I'm like, oh, girl, like you said, where did that come from? And it's okay to dig a little bit deeper. And that's one of the other things that we do is to dig a little bit deeper into our self-limiting beliefs 
because we know that our, our belief patterns are a central part of the subconscious that's running the show. Yep. And we also know that a lot of our belief patterns come from our childhood. They come from, and for any of you guys that don't know how the brain works or what the brain is, right? Like, let's just imagine a gray, squishy piece of matter that's literally the most genius organism in the entire universe, which yeah. I just think is super <laughs> cool. As it holds more data than any man-made computer, it is a very, very, very interesting, I don't even want to call it an organ because it's so much more powerful than even that, and so even is our hearts. Um, but what happens inside of there are that there are connections of neurons. And as these, for us to become who we are, we have, it has been a cycle of responding to triggers, neurons firing, those wiring, and the neurons that fire together wire together. So as we continue to have a trigger, feel an emotion, we wire in what that is, these become self-limiting beliefs over time. And to share with you guys a few of my favorites, one of those is money is the root of all evil. The reason I share that one is because we are down here in the South, and that is something that I heard growing up everywhere. Money is the root of all evil. It's just an, an old school saying, if you will. And what we find is that when we do adopt money as evil in our core belief, how can our at a subconscious level how could we ever want to actually make it yeah how do we want to be successful because you're never going to want to align with evil so in order to start having money one of the first things that we have to start doing is believing that money in our hands is not evil we have to go in and decide where did this belief about money come from where did my belief over scarcity come from? Why do I not think that I'm capable of achieving six or seven figures a year? Why do, and, and what we go back to find in, in almost every situation is that there was a trigger, a trauma, a limiting belief, um, and these come in both small and large size packages. Yeah, and that's, and that's exactly what it was. And the more times you replay that, the more times you're wiring the neurons that she was just talking about, back together again even stronger so guess what to break it next time is going to be a little bit harder because you've wired it in pretty deep man it's in there and that's where it gets a little bit weird is it's I like to picture the neurons wired together like a um like when I'm unwiring them like an onion and I'm taking one layer off at a time until I see the little super cute like teardrop shaped upside down teardrop shaped onion down in there and it's like oh there you are little thing let's get out of that you were stuck man pull yourself out and now let's rebuild you how do you because you plant that bad boy in the ground again you better believe it's turning right side up like an actual teardrop and it's growing all over again and it's not going to be like the first way and that's the cool thing about our us living human beings and energy and all the things is like we can literally redo that as many times as we want or as many times as it's going to keep redoing itself. So any direction you point it in, man, it's taking it and running and growing. And that's why it doesn't take very long to heal. Mm -hmm. I actually had somebody reach out to me on Facebook the other day, and her question was, girl, how long does it take to heal? And my response was, as soon as you're willing to accept it. Yeah. And, and what I meant by that was, as soon as we're willing to just accept our triggers, accept who we are, is the moment that we can start to change it. Yeah. It's when we're constantly fighting the trigger, and, and we're getting mad at the trigger and we're judging ourselves and all the things. We can't really understand where it comes from. Oh, yeah. And it's the moment when you just dive in and say, hey, man, that tripped me up because of this, not judging it, letting it get all the way to the core, the core of that onion and saying, 
you know what? Because what your your subconscious mind, it wants to protect you. It wants you to survive. It's what at it's what we are designed to do. We are designed to survive and it is designed to protect you. And that really, Amanda, is where I was able to start peeling back those onions of that layer so quickly is when every time I had a trigger, every time I found a self-limiting belief inside myself, I just gave it gratitude because I'm like, that was there to protect me from something at some time in my past. You know, we have um, people out there that struggle with jealousy issues in relationships. Yep. Well, at one point in time, you probably needed that red flag, girl. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And it's going in and understanding that that does not serve us. Yep. But giving that person compassion to say, girl, that's why it's there, man. Doesn't serve you. Let it go. Just let it go. And then literally watching it just roll up in a cloud and float away. Because what you're communicating, the reason why that works so powerfully is we're telling our subconscious brain, Hey, that used to serve you, yeah. but it doesn't anymore. Yeah. And as soon as it doesn't serve us anymore, there would be no rational reason for our subconscious brain to continue that belief pattern yeah. because it doesn't serve us. So sometimes, guys, you got to go look. Are these triggers? Are these self-limiting beliefs? Are you trying to protect yourself from something? And a lot of times what we're going to find is is that we were. Yeah, I do have to agree. And then the really next next piece to all of this is after you've – now become aware of what triggers you or when you've been triggered um you've come in and you've removed the self-limiting belief that they kind of put the wall up they gave you the trigger to start with right that's been wired in now you've unwired that then you get to jump into confidence because that's really the next piece man you've got this you've got this tear dropped onion if you will that's ready to be placed in the ground and and sprout and and every plan is different right and every Everything in the world is so different. So you don't necessarily even have to be planting another onion again, you guys. You could be planting a willow tree if that's what you want. It's your core. I love that. Put it in. It's your root. Now now get your roots as deep as you want them to go and just grow as tall as you want to go with it. But at the end of the day, regardless of what you choose in your life and how you choose to take the next step, you do need to find confidence when you're taking it. And that confidence is, it comes best and it flows best when it's supported by data and decisions that you've made for yourself and shown up for yourself with every day. And so that is kind of the next step into all of it. You've released the triggers, you've been aware of them, released them, and now what are you doing? You're finding confidence in yourself. One, it's so powerful to have confidence that comes from a place where you know that you can heal. Once I learned that I can heal, what do I have to fear? Right? I am just over the moon because she could not word that any better for you guys. Like, yeah. over the moon. And that's that's where confidence really starts to come from and why we believe in some of the things that we talk about with diving in and meditation and going internal. It's because we know that confidence – True confidence can't really come in a place of ego. And whenever we are trying to protect ourselves with our triggers and our self-limiting beliefs, it's the ego trying to protect us. And it's really challenging to, to dance with true confidence and ego at the same time. Yeah. I actually found myself the other day in the car, man. I was talking about, I was thinking about this exact topic and I was like, what comes first, confidence or security? <laughs> security or confidence? For me, it's the moment when I'm sitting on the ground, um, on my yoga mat, I'm on the ground, and I can feel the security of the earth underneath me. I can feel the yeah. strength underneath me, and it gives me confidence. And then I think about the security that I have in myself and my actions and my decisions, 
And that's what gives me confidence. And that's, and that's what we're talking about. There's a few ways to confidence, I would say. The first one being knowing that you can heal because once you can heal, what do you have to fear? You become unfuckwithable. I was about to... I was about to run you guys into that, but Kemba and I are like aligned. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so I agree a hundred percent. You become unfuckwithable, you guys. When you've got confidence to know, and this is what it looks like in the real world for me. So, for me, when I know that I've met somebody that is confident and not ego, their ego isn't in the way. They're just confident because it's a thin line, and sometimes. You can get confused by which one you ran into or which one you're being even for myself. So like when I run into somebody, the way I can tell that I've just ran into either a very confident person or a very not so confident person and now their ego shining, um, I want to know quickly because I want to know who I'm about to learn from and if it's something I want to pick up and run with or if it's something I probably want to try to get away from because I don't align with it. And so when I'm in, I'm out and about in a room full or a crowd full of people and I run into somebody and I'm and I'm trying to figure out who I just walked up on because that's what we do and you should is the truth. That's you protecting your energy and your space and your vibration and what you align with. Um, and the way that I can tell the quickest is how quickly they're willing to also listen as much as they talk. Ooh. So when they're talking, yep. when they're talking, are they talking, 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 and you never get a word in? It's their ego. They don't know what to do. They don't know what else to do. Nine times out of ten, what I found is it's the ego talking. Mm-hmm. But when they're talking and they're talking almost at you, but it's very confident, it's probably not their ego. It is their confidence, and they're they're the personality type at that point when you've learned how to figure that stuff out that doesn't necessarily care if you buy into what they're saying or not, mm-hmm. if you're going to take it and run with it or not, they just feel like they're sharing the information that they know confidently at the time, and then they're cool to shut up and listen. They believe in themselves they to the point where you themselves. don't have to believe in them. They're I believe unfuckwithable. In what yes. <laughs> I believe in what I'm selling, so if you want it, it's here. Yeah. Right? That's a confident have person. Have fun. Go take it. Goodbye. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, like, if you find yourself out and about and you're wondering if, like, that's a confident person or maybe somebody with a whole lot of ego – you probably know almost immediately if you've found that person by the how long it takes for them to and you to dive in. Because at the end of the day, they're not going to care one way or another which way you take it and run with it. They're confident in who they are. They've shown up for themselves every day. They already spent all those hours, which mm-hmm. they can tell you haven't. Success knows success. Iron sharpens iron, right? You guys have heard all those things. They know ex- as much as you know if not more, depending on where they're at, because they've already spent time over here healing, so they don't need to get mixed up in that again. In fact, they just want to share what they know they know mm-hmm. and call it a wrap, and that's when they've become unfuckwithable. Yes, which I just absolutely love. And then that's really, to me, um, where I started finding confidence was through mm-hmm. healing, and the way that I'm able to maintain confidence is through decisions. And that's another thing that, oh, it was on my heart powerful this morning, Amanda. I'm telling you. I was like, man, some of these people out there right now, and I don't mean to be like y'all because it was me, but not anymore. So some of y'all out there still be doing it. And you're doing awful things, but you expect to feel great about yourself. You're manifesting. In our last episode, we talked about the law of attraction. You're not showing up for your team. You're not showing up for your relationship or for your friends or you're screwing over people, or you're talking bad about people behind their back, and you're doing all these things, and you're doing them to the point where maybe nobody else sees it, right? Maybe nobody else knows, 
Maybe it's just thoughts that you're having that nobody else knows about because you're not sharing them with somebody, but you know. You always know your intention. Yes. You always know your level of love. You always know your level of truth. You always know when it came down to, hey, you could have went left, but you went right instead. We cannot lie to ourselves. And it's one of the things I started thinking about this morning. I'm like, how many people out there right now are holding back their potential, everything that they ever wanted, they can't manifest, their law of attraction keeps serving them a shit sandwich every single day, <gasps> and they keep wondering why. And they keep wondering why. And I'm like, man, you are always going to feel like a piece of shit if you show up as a piece of shit. And that's really where my confidence was able to start flipping is I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, man, I know that I'm the kind of people that pays people according to the agreement. I'm the kind of person that when you shake my hand, we may as well have signed a contract. I know that I know that I know that about myself. So I can show up confidently to, you know what? I can be business partners with my best friend because I'm not going to fuck you. Yep. (laughs) And that is so true, you guys. When you are confident, when you've entered an agreement, because we see it all the time, people are together and it sounds exciting and it's fun and let's do the podcast together and let's do business together and let's, yeah, you thought the idea was cool? I thought the idea was cool. Handshake. Oh, oh no. Did we just, what did we just do? (laughs) Truth is, is like when you know that you're talking to that confident person and not that ego, I hate even using the word ego as a truth because- it is something that I believe I believe that any person you meet can be a very different person at any point in their life. I also believe that in the most optimistic way possible. Yeah. I believe that if you're around me long enough, then you will find a way to remove certain verbiage out of your vocabulary and dictionary altogether, and ego is one of them for me, so I don't even like saying the word is the truth. Um, but if you're that person who just has to have everything up and bitter and dark and, and you're always going what I call the wrong way, whichever direction that looks like, up, down, left, right, sideways, I don't, whatever direction that looks, if you're always going the wrong way and you can't have the optimistic and the more positive outlook on the way things could be um, versus holding on to the negatives, then then at some point I'm probably going to have to cut the ties. We're just not going to be allowed to be around each other. And a lot of people don't spend time long enough together in the beginning of their partnerships, whether it's a marriage, a relationship, a friendship, a business partner, any of that, to really get to know somebody down at the root cause. But I can tell you what, if you can find yourself a Kimba Garcia who is cool to work on herself before she ever tries to work on you, you found not only your best friend and your sister, your business partner, and all your things, but you've literally found somebody who aligns with you. And that's when it's powerful steps that can take that. I mean, I'm talking it's leaps that you guys can take together because now you're aligned the exact same way. And I've been witnessing it in not even a full 12 months of being doing doing business with her, but longer doing it beside her. And both of our companies were every time. And then it was like when we came together, I could literally see both sides of the foundation that we've poured of the home, the walls, the roof. Boom, it pitched together. And I'm like, oh, so now we just build levels? <laughs> yeah. How many levels do we want? 12 stories? But it's one of those things, you guys, where when you and your partner come together like that, just be aware of who you're joining and locking arms with. Because if they're trying to work on you first, maybe that's not the one we lock arms with just yet. Everybody needs to be willing to, to point it back in, peel their own layers off, mm-hmm. plant their own seed again, and say, hey, do you want to help me water mine? I'll help you water yours. Yeah. 
and that's that's 100 percent right and then growing that and doing that uh, with aligned people like we do inside yeah. of the ceo af family you know that's what we call building a life by design and so to go through guys one more time on why do we keep it weird at ceo af well the truth is we know marketing we know processes we know operations we know how to hire people we know we don't fire anybody at CEO if we just set them free to find something that they're happier with, more aligned with in the future. But we know how to do all that. The piece to the puzzle that a lot of people miss is the weird stuff. It's the conversations around the triggers that suck our energy, that it's at the CEOs listen and know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the morning you didn't get out of your car for two hours because you couldn't stand to walk into the office. The truth is you weren't ready to lead because something triggered you this morning, a fire happened, you got a call from that subcontractor or you know that customer or whatever happened and it took half your day. And that's what the trigger cost you, right? So that's why we have to learn how to get in and understand our self-limiting beliefs because if you still have self-limiting beliefs about yourself or your success or money or your team or your potential or who am I to win or be successful and that's in the subconscious mind right it's one of the things where you can't just say yeah I believe I'm going to be successful you have to be that feeling and we keep saying that you have to be that and you have to go through and peel back the subconscious, the self-limiting beliefs inside of the subconscious and make sure that you're ready to show up for that, you know? And then you have to be able to jump into the confidence of showing up, knowing who you are, knowing what you believe in, uh, having the confidence to execute so that you can align with the right people, the right partners, the right employees and trust yourself enough to show up for them. You know, people say all the time, don't do business with your best friend. Don't hire people to your company that you know. I mean, Amanda and I don't believe that. In fact, we love to hire people that we know. We yeah. love doing business with our best friends because I promise you if I'm going to show up for anybody today, it's most likely going to be Amanda Bell. Yeah, and I would have to agree. <laughs> and same with our employees, you guys. When you get that employee that was referred to you from a past client or a friend or a family member, the truth is is – that employee is more likely to show up for you because they know what's what's at stake. And it goes the opposite direction too. You're more likely to show up for them because you know what's at stake. And it's one of those things where it's a whole lot of accountability at once and it's the best kind that you can possibly ask for. Hiring the guy off of your ad online for job recruiter you're, you want to show up, but it's a different show up when it's somebody that Aunt Rhonda referred to you <laughs> to hire. And yeah. Aunt Rhonda told you about so-and-so, and they're going to be a good fit. So you be a good fit because I spoke all the great things about your company yeah. to now show up for each other. It's very different. And sometimes – but first, remember, you got to peel back that self-limiting belief that you don't want to work with them. That's That's right. got to go away first or you're yeah. just going to be in the hamster wheel that we talked about in the last episode. So we do. We just we believe in in healing the few things that make it weird, right? We're going to go through the the business stuff and in the numbers and the financing, and, and we have the vault that's full of all these really great documents and all these really great trackers and just all this really great information inside of CEOAF University that pertains to business. One of the things, though, that we just cannot we cannot ignore, and we will not ignore, and we won't be one of the programs that do ignore giving you the systems that you won't use because you're busy in the car having a panic attack. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so we're gonna dive into. We're gonna push. We're gonna get. Um, we you know. We're gonna get a little bit uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And the thing, the other, the last piece to this, guys, is really once we were confident. We become what we call at CEOAF a co-creator. And the co-creator. I'm like, hang on. Are you guys ready for this? 
Like, are you still awake? What? Are, how many minutes in are we? 27, 27 minutes in. 27. And this is, did y'all hear him? That was your co. That was your co-creator screaming <laughs> in, in your subconscious brain. Twenty-seven minutes in, and it needs your attention now because this is the part where it gets real. This you're leveling up, or you're staying stagnant, or possibly going the other direction, which we don't even need to talk about. Up is where we're going, and this is what's going to get you up. The co-creator, Kimba, they're ready. <laughs> Okay, I hope I am, Amanda, because I'm going to be honest with you. Can we just be honest for a second? Yep. This may be a long podcast if I am. I can keep it shorter. I can be um, I say we go as long as we want. Guys, know that if it gets too long, we might cut it up into two <laughs> and, and maybe do a clip halfway between and say, you know what, continued part two. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah. Let's just roll. Yeah. Let's roll. He'll figure it out. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That subconscious young that just spoke to all you guys. He's a really great podcast producer as well. And Ooh. we love to co-create with him. Yep. Located in uh, NRH, H-E-B area, Texas, you guys. <laughs> so if you need a studio. Yeah. We here. Shout out. <laughs> so I, wanna, I just wanted to share with everybody that I can just have so much compassion um, for people's religion and their spiritual beliefs, regardless of, of what that is. And so when, and the reason that I want to start by saying that before we jump into being the co-creator is because we do believe that we are our physical, mental, soulful, and spiritual beings. In fact, at CEOF, we call, we have what we call the wheel of life. And on that wheel of life, we ask all of our clients to fill it out, but every employee inside of both Amanda and I's companies also fill out the wheel of life. And the reason is, is we want, it's money's not the only important thing. Work's not the only important thing. We have friends, we have family. We wanna make sure, we have our spirituality. We wanna make sure that our employees are living a life by design and they're happy because what we know is that if we can help them win and we can help them thrive, that they will continue to show up like that every day. And you guys have been following us by 13 episodes in enough to know why we prioritize that so much. On the wheel of spirituality. Now, every time somebody looks at this wheel, yeah. It's one of the things that I see them, we ask them to score it one to 10. It's one of the things that I see a one on, a two on the most often. I know. And what I see on there is people say, I don't know that I'm religious. And so whether you sit on the side of the coin, when we start talking about this topic, whether you are on the side where you are very religious, you are very ingrained in your doctrine, if you will, and you are very aligned with the religion that you have been a part of, most likely for, you've probably grown up that way, right? Um, that's for a lot of people. They grew up in the religion with their family, with their parents, and it, and it means a lot to their life, and they've been practicing it their whole life. Down to we have people that say, I'm just not even really sure. We're all spiritual, and that's why it's on the wheel of life, is because we're all spiritual. And what we believe um, is that it doesn't, Regardless of what you call God, yeah, right, or who, or how, or he, or she, Mother Mary, or Buddha, or Jesus Christ, or anything that you're speaking about, when we say God, when we say co-creator, we mean your higher source power. We mean where you go to be that third eye, if you will, overseeing it and collecting the energy and the source and the willpower, the t determination, then the know of the know of the know-hows, the great I am. That's what we're talking about. It's, it's the source. It's the source of creation. And what we have come to know is that regardless of what you call God, he's bigger than the label. <laughs> regardless of what you call God, he's, he's bigger than the religion. 
and I say he, it, is bigger. It's bigger than male or female. It's literally created, and I'm going to get goosebumps talking, it's literally created the entire universe that we're a part of. It's created the planet that we're on. It's created the, the body that we're in. It's created opportunity. And the way that I see that is a creative energy that just surrounds and engulfs us all. Not only is it around us, but it is in us at all times. And that's biblical. I am, I am. It is. I am the I am. God is within me. And at CEOAF, what we believe in, and this can look different for all of our clients. It, could, it looks different for Amanda and I individually. But what we know is that it just doesn't matter your relationship because I have a different relationship with Peyton, my oldest son, yeah. than I do Blaze, my youngest son. Absolutely. And I have a different relationship with my daughter that's sandwiched in the middle all together. And it doesn't matter what your relationship is with the co-creator. What's important is that you understand the science behind the truth that matter and energy is what created everything. <laughs> and at the atomic level, I just think this is so cool, Amanda. At the atomic level, science has proven that we are more energy than matter. Yep. Which means even though you look super solid sitting next to me right now. Thank you. I work out. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're kind of more energy than you are solid. I know. And, I, and then around us and all this that looks like space, this is not, this is not nothing. There's I, not just nothing here. There's a lot going on. Yep. And when we can tap into that, that's what we mean by the co-creator. It is. And you guys, in fact, it's been proven a few different times that literally how you feel Christians out there, you go to church, you're praising and worshiping on that Sunday morning or Saturday evening or whenever you go, Wednesday evening, and the music is blaring and the lights are going and it's kind of dark, but you got the colorful lights, you're feeling the energy, the people beside you's hands are in the air, maybe they're down on the ground on their knees, whatever it is, but you feel it. The energy of love and gratitude that is God. That feeling that you can literally feel the vibrations, you're not weird that is this podcast, though. It gets yeah. super weird, you guys. Our vibrations, our energy goes out into the world. Yeah. And the truth is, is like we don't have enough technology or, or things in place in today in 2022 to tell you exactly how far that can reach. But I can tell you it's far enough to take up a whole ass room. You ever had somebody walk in the room and it's like, whoo, you mm -hmm. could feel it? Man, I'm telling you, it can go pretty fucking far. Um, I mean, how big is the church you go to, right? How big is that? And it took one person on stage to start some stuff. Ooh. And then everybody felt it. Like, I'm just saying. So the important piece to this final touch of all of this, we just literally shoved the life side of the Warrior One coaching that <laughs> takes six months into like one podcast. <laughs> so sit down, slow it down, jump in the conference room if you want, whatever <laughs> you've got to do. But I do... I do encourage you to get excited about it and execute on it. But the most important piece is to understand that you do have a higher level that you have to believe and know is there. And whether you call him God, whether you call him Buddha, whether you call him yourself, Mother Nature, Earth, whatever title you decide to put on it, just know that it is bigger than that exactly what Kimba said. It is bigger than all of those. It is bigger than you. It is bigger than I. It is everything that's moving. And 
and things are always moving. You can feel the energy when it comes. And so just know that that is there and that is what you have to learn to align with. Those goosebumps mm-hmm. you get when you're worshiping are the same goosebumps that you're going to be getting when you're using that godlike co-creation energy to create your next pieces of your life, whatever that may be. Everybody's is different. There's no wrong or right way to success. Your success is different than my success. Kimba's success looks a little bit different. Ours aligns pretty much almost identical because we both believe in a lot of the same things, but it's going to be different at the end of the day because we're very we're two very different human beings regardless. Mine's probably all white. Hers probably has darker tinted windows. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I do love that. Yeah. But we're both getting there, right? And that's our version of it. So just know that that as long as you've got that higher source, that co-creator that you can really tap into, no is not going to let you down. You're not going to walk up to a Christian and be like, hey, is God letting you down today? And hear them say, oh, yeah, let's – I'd fall through his fingers all the time. Yeah. No, dude. In fact, they talk about his footprints being the only ones in the sand when things get hard because he carried their ass. So no, no, you know, you know that whoever your God is, whoever your creator is, is a part of you and you do work through that. And that is your space to create from. And he's giving you permission to create from that space and telling you, go crush it because I'm not dropping you. (laughs) Find that and take it and run with it because that is the final piece to the puzzle. Final piece to the puzzle. And it's so funny how it's just a circle because then you loop back to how do you co-create with it? How do you communicate with it? Specifically with your intentions, your language, and your thoughts. And that's what you're creating with. So we wanted to remind you guys on this podcast that regardless of religion, and in fact, we I, I love regardless of what you believe in, you are allowed to pray for me because I already know why prayer works. Oh. I know that prayer works because you are co-creating with the energy of the universe that has made us all, that has created everything that we are and everything that we have. And it's so crazy to just, I just want to remind you guys and prove to everybody. Can we do a quick exercise at the end of this, Amanda? Yes, I would love that. I want to remind you guys how intuitive and connected that you are. If we could all just put our hand on our heart. Yep. Right, there's the heartbeat. Let me find mine. Found it. (laughs) We're not even telling that to happen. It's just happening. It's just naturally happening in a rhythm. And the whole universe, if you'll pay attention, everything is in rhythms. Everything is in patterns. And we just have a, we're always just flowing with the energy and the creation that is ourselves. And I know that if you will match your own faith and your own love that is inside of you, and if you will extend that in a specific way out to the God energy that just is the universe, I know that the pattern picks up and it aligns. And if you pray for me, I appreciate that so much because I already know that you're using your energy to extend love, to co-create with the universe for me. And that is something that I just always feel so much gratitude for is when somebody is like, Kimba, whether it's namaste, I'm sending you love and light. Anytime that we extend love, it's a synonym for God. It's a synonym for our creator. And at CEOEF, we will ask you to push into your own spirituality. If that's your connection to the creation, if that's your connection to God or your own religion or spirituality, we do believe that that is a very natural part of human existence. It, we do believe that we are created to, to enjoy and create through that. And we really believe that it is an essential piece of becoming CEO AF and living in harmony. 
in a way that's sustainable long term. Yeah. And that's why it's on the wheel, man. It is. It is why it's on the wheel because it is one of the spokes. And if it's off, you're likely not making it to the destination just yet. You got to fix that. Got to fix that first. If you don't live in connection, you will always live in instability and in fear. So you have to know and you have to trust that you are, you're part of the universe. You're part of the creation. You came from it. There's not really any arguing with that. (laughs) There's just not really any arguing with the fact that you can't help that you're here and you're part of it. And you're working with it in all times. And and that was the other. And you know, it with you. And it with so you. So I don't know where you guys think we built these buildings from, but man, the universe, I mean, Energy. the material was here. We just had to use yeah. our minds to have the thought to create. Um, so, and that's everything on this planet, man. That's everything here on planet Earth. And a little bit outside of it because because of the ones on planet Earth. So here we are. <laughs> That's I just love. <laughs> so regardless of what it is today, guys, that's what's so cool about, about our ability to co-create and to connect with a universal God energy that, that just is love, that it, it's part of who we are. It is the I am, I am. I truly believe, I truly believe that you can heal, that you can heal any trauma, any trigger, any self-limiting belief, any confidence issues that are holding you back. I truly believe that regardless of what's blocking you from connecting to your creator right now, that you can find that again because it is you when you are it. So there's not a lot of looking as much as there is just being aware that it's there and that it's you and you are it. And whatever that looks like for you is cool, right? But it is yeah. one of the the pillars of becoming CEOAF. And we appreciate you guys jumping in, joining us for this long episode. But we did get a lot of important topics in quick and I think even brought together some of the pieces that we've talked about in, in former episodes for people hopefully to really be able to execute on inside of yourself and and start to pay attention to where are these triggers coming from. Yeah. Getting through the self limiting beliefs, building the confidence and then connecting. Boom, you guys. I'm so grateful all of you guys were able to make it to this podcast. Please do stay tuned for the next one. We're always trying to share as much valuable information with you guys. And, of course, if you have any hot topics for us, don't forget to visit CEOAF.com. There is a hyphen in there. Or feel free to email us directly, Kim and Amanda. You can find the email online. It's also admin. If you're driving, don't write this down. Just go online and find it, right? <laughs> admin at ceoaf.com there is a hyphen between ceo and af admin at ceo-af.com we'll see you guys on the next one see y'all later bye-bye